0: We're back, baby. I start. You're listening to The Dollop. And we're back, baby. This week, I, Dave Anthony,
1: read a story. We are back, baby. From American history to my friend, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about, baby. And doesn't
0: know his place.
1: Do you want to little hit a dude? I'll do one bottle. <laughs> people say this is funny? Not Gary Gera. Stay okay? Someone or
0: something is tickling people.
1: Is it for fun? And this is
0: not going to become the Tickling Podcast. Okay. You <laughs> are Queen Fakie of Made
1: uptown. All hail Queen Shit of Liesville. <laughs> a bunch of religious virgins go to mingle. And do what? Pray. Hi, oh Gary. No. <laughs> Nicely done, my friend. No. <laughs> no
0: october oh what 17 1780 not
1: shouting's the new shouting
0: (laughs) richard mentor johnson was born in beargrass kentucky dick mentor yeah dick mentor Alrighty. although back then uh kentucky uh was actually part of virginia but then it you know, it turns into Kentucky. Just trust me.
1: Sure, yeah. Yeah, you walk far enough. His parents... Uh, you became... walk far enough. Everything is Kentucky. Thank you.
0: Yeah. His parents became one of the largest land-owning families in Kentucky. His dad was also a politician, serving in the Virginia House, the Kentucky Constitutional Convention, and the Kentucky State Legislature. So he's fucking right. shiz right? right. Two of Johnson's brothers became members of the U.S. House of Representatives, and another was a federal district judge. They're all very good at helping friends and relatives get government contracts which help them build and hold on to political influence. Okay,
1: so here, here we are. <clears throat> here we feel the build uh, that we have the black sheep. Maybe. Yeah, I think so.
0: Richard Johnson studied law and became a member of the bar in 1802. Okay. Okay. He started a law practice as well as owning a store, and when his father died, he inherited a large number of slaves and a lot of land.
1: <laughs> okay, so now I'm honestly thinking, like, Billy Madison, Adam Sandler, like, <laughs> in this time. I just have a bad this feeling. Is, no, this is the Billy Madison story. <laughs> Billy Kentucky.
0: At an early age, Richard Johnson was a wealthy man. Okay. <laughs> right? So he got all this stuff. He's yeah. All of a he's loaded. But- oh. He felt connected to the common man and often rep- often represented them for free when they were going up against rich people. Ooh, okay, that's a curveball. One Washington socialite said he was, quote, "the most tender-hearted, mild affectionate and benevolent of men, whose countenance beams with good will to all, whose soul seems to feed on the milk of human kindness." He was said to have been liked by everyone. Wow. wow. He began his political career in 1804 when he was elected to the Kentucky House of Representatives. He then jumped up to the U.S. House of Representatives in 1806 and served for six consecutive terms. All righty. He was a champion of disabled veterans, widows, and
1: orphans. <laughs> When's the bottom dropping out? Give the bottom drop out? This Come is on. A good story. Give me story. something. Give me something. It's a good story. Give me the twist, baby.
0: Johnson voted for and then fought in the War of 1812.
1: Ugh. Okay.
0: He fought under General William Henry Harrison, and he was a great soldier. All right. <laughs> At the Battle of Thames, he led a cavalry charge that helped secure a decisive victory against Tecumseh. During the charge, Johnson personally killed Tecumseh.
1: Whoa, he got the top dog? Yeah. Fucking Something. Tecumseh! Yeah, that's, that's some the one. serious business. That's listen. That's that's big. Yeah. That's why you get involved in this shit. That's right. That's best case scenario. That is best case scenario. That you. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, not for Tecumseh. No, from not from Tecumseh's perspective.
0: Is it weird that I am basically here because my ancestors killed people like Tecumseh, and yet when I read that, I want Tecumseh to win?
1: You know. <laughs> No, it isn't. And I think the more that you live in the world, the more that you're just like, man, I really just root for all the, like, you know, like, if, if, like, white people were to become slaves, I'd be like, look, we had this coming. I mean, (laughs) what do you want? Like, what do you fucking want? Guys, let's, let's be honest. We had a, we had a hell of a run back there. How about we do that
0: for 200 years and then we'll see how we feel? All right.
1: Then it'll be even. Then we'll see what happens. See what, if we can get a white man elected president.
0: Uh so uh Johnson returned to Congress in eighteen fourteen as a war hero.
1: So you could just literally could take a breather from Congress to go go gil- kill Tecumseh. Yeah. Come back in and be like, all right, what's the vote on? Hey, what, what are we, we voting on? What are we doing? Shit. What's up, boys?
0: Tecumseh huh? killer here. Whew. Uh in eighteen
1: nineteen
0: he was elected by the Kentucky legislature to fill the remaining term of Senator John J. Crittenden, who had retired. He had... Uh, he Palin. Well, he had four kids, and he was like,
1: I can't do this. Hey, guys, I'm out of here. Uh, Senate schmanit. Yeah. that go. <laughs> I'm out, so... That's
0: clearly when the Senate didn't mean that much. The guy's like,
1: you know what? I had another kid. Well, it, it hey. actually just goes, it goes... Like, the truth is, it goes to show you that, you know, I mean, you, do, you really don't need to be that present if you're a senator. Not a lot of them are, but now they get in so much trouble if they miss. <laughs> totally like fucked. You got to be there for everything. Yeah.
0: Uh Johnson remained in the Senate until 1829, but he was no longer a wealthy man. When he came into the Senate, he had a lot of debt from failed financial ventures and losses incurred during a recent depression. Because of this, he worked to eliminate imprisonment for debt, fighting against it the, his entire time in the Senate. So,
1: good cause, selfish reasons. Yes, it is it is a little bit like and I always think this and this sounds kind of fucked up but it's like when like someone like someone famous gets a disease they go to the senate and they're like we need to figure out a cure right. and they're like this guy's like goddamn hero you're like well he, he is but, but he also has a extreme vested interest in walking again. Yes he does. <laughs> like he really he's I he, hear you. He really wants you to support this but because he, he would love to be walking. He would very much love to be walking. So that's kind of his thing.
0: I'm here for the children. Yeah, and sure, I can't walk. And
1: That's and you want out. all people to be able to walk. Yeah, sure. Right? Me, Just me, everybody, and me. Also, me, me. Let's what? make sure I can, and then How about we'll see. Me walking. You got to learn to walk if you're me first. Um. So I hear a beeping.
0: Yeah. It's not in what, the apartment.
1: Stuff doesn't back up in your world. <laughs>
0: Um so uh right so he uh became a leading supporter of Andrew Jackson mm-hmm. whom uh I believe his relatives had fought with uh and he backed uh Jackson in the election of 1824 but not everyone was thrilled that Richard Johnson was so vocal about supporting Jackson okay that was mostly because of his home life okay Johnson took one of his slaves as his common law wife. Uh see this is this is what
1: you're very good at front loading information and then you pick when we have the fucking M Night Shyamalan moments. Okay, uh, which was uh, which was to say the least a controversial move, right? <laughs> yes. Well, back then, a lot of,
0: obviously, a lot of uh, slave owners would have sex with their uh, but not, slaves,
1: but not like. You're my not on the up and now. up. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Party of two. <laughs> Sir. Yes? <laughs> Sir. She is a slave. She's my wife. Party of two. What about a party of one and three fifths? All right. <laughs> I can get you a chair with three out of four legs on it, ma'am. Her
0: name was Julie Chin with two N's. I know this. That's an English name because my roommate in college, his parents are English, and his last name is Chin with two N's. Chin. The double chin. Most amazing of all, Richard Johnson lived openly with her. Completely openly as a wife. Great. He treated her as his wife in all aspects of his life. He took her to formal parties and Uh, other social events. This is. Could you imagine? uh, He was just walking around with just like, fuck you. Hey, fuck you.
1: Fuck you. Hi, fuck you. Yeah. Hey, how are you? Fuck you. Bill Maher during slavery. That's so. That's so great, though. Oh, that's people, awesome. It's the greatest. <laughs> because that—that's what is really. I mean, you know, like you alluded to. What's one of the things that's so fucked up is how they're not. You know, black people aren't as they're nowhere near as equal as white people. And then they're like, yeah, but I mean, I'm fucking. Them. I mean, Jesus Christ, this one is awesome. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, you, but you hide it. Yeah, you. Hide the it. idea that you're on the up and up. Yeah, they can't.
0: Yeah. This is not the
1: DL. No. This ain't Hughley, this is the u this is the up uh, this is the u u u yeah, the u u, so
0: he's on the u u <laughs> uh they had two kids and he raised them as his daughters, okay, right, sure. so not whereas guy would fuck his slaves, and they would have kids, and he'd be like, you're also a slave, no yeah. he was like these are my kids, yeah. Uh, while he was away working in Washington, Julie had complete legal control over his
1: business. That's so great. People, are, I will not talk to a black woman. Yeah. You're a slave also a wife. So, it's kind of like that scene in Pretty Woman when she gets go- to go back to the store. Never seen it. All righty. <laughs>
0: This didn't go over well with pretty much everyone in Washington, which led to his defeat in 1828. The plantation owners in Kentucky couldn't get past his choice of a spouse. (laughs) Oddly, he was still very popular in his own district in Kentucky, and he ran for the house again in 1829, winning easily. So he gets kicked out of the Senate, and he goes, well, I'll just go back as a a different guy. Yeah. (laughs) Despite making a slave his wife, Johnson declared himself a candidate for the eighteen thirty-two Democratic presidential nomination. Love it. He's out of his fucking mind.
1: Love it. That's the greatest. <laughs> the outrage. Can you imagine like so like someone in the clan telling someone else in the clan, he's like, Cleet, you have to have this wrong. What are you trying to do? He's like, he's got his wife is a goddamn <laughs> He's like, Boy, you must have hit your head. He ain't nobody's running for president with that. Nobody would do that. Look, a unicorn ain't running for the presidency.
0: This would almost be like a guy running for president who said the Mexicans are all rapists and
1: No, oh, Dave. Enough fantasy. <laughs> um But he dropped it out. It would almost be it would be like a like a gay man who's married to another gay man running 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> totally would. Like, would totally people would people be like, This is Phil! Yeah. It's the White House, not the Pink house! Oh, God.
0: They're totally going to say that when a gay guy Listen, finally runs.
1: I'm I'm ready for the rallies. Yeah. Just from a pun oh, pun rallies. sign perspective. Yeah. Uh,
0: okay, but uh, Johnson dropped out of the uh, race after Andrew Jackson said he would seek a second term. Now, of course, Jackson won because everyone loves Jackson. Right after Jackson's inauguration, Johnson started his push for the presidency in 1836. So right after the inauguration. So he's. He flooded the Western states with handbills. Calling for him to be nominated for the presidency in 1836. He got a friend to write and publish, quote, the authentic biography of Colonel Richard M. Johnson. A play was written called Tecumseh. The Battle of the Thames, in which Johnson was the hero. Wait.
1: And it was a hit. He So he was kind of the first personal propagandist. I don't know if he was the first, but but i mean to that level like I mean, if you that's think about crazy. well but that's what like the revolution He's of politics in the last like probably 30 years ben carson and even before that like clinton was like the, maybe one of the first people to unveil like the sort of faux documentary oh, yeah. like fly on the wall slice of life yeah. shit yeah. you know where you're just and then you release your book like people you know only started releasing books when they run for can- for presidency like 15 years ago. Yeah. Now, every one of them, whenever they yeah, run, the they're book. like, here's my book. Yeah. It's about me and my dog, my best friend, and my gun, my other <laughs> best friend.
0: My dog's got a
1: gun. Yeah, it's about my dog's gun. Uh,
0: the playwright also wrote a poem up about Johnson, and one line was, "Rumsey, Dumsey, Colonel Johnson <laughs> killed Tecumseh.
1: Wow! It's wow! Too much so, but whatever. <laughs> and Shaped and mapped that poet mailed it. In.
0: <laughs> the that line became a democratic slogan in the eighteen thirty six election.
1: So slogans were just dry. Well, just whatever stupid thing
0: you could put down.
1: Yeah, it rhymed a little. It rhymed a bit. It sounded stupid. It'll work.
0: Johnson wasn't just popular because of his military heroism. He fought for veterans and uh, for continuing Sunday mail delivery.
1: Uh, okay. <laughs> Man. It's a different time. It really, I've been honest, honestly, just from doing the podcast recently, like, I've been thinking about mail and communication yeah. more and more back in those days. I mean, it was like, oh my God. If they were closed on a day when you went to them, you're like, oh my God.
0: Uh, I came 10 minutes. took 30 hours. I
1: didn't know it was Sunday. <laughs> oh.
0: Um, so that those also made it popular as well because he was popular in the West. Jackson made um uh, him one of his official, unofficial advisors. Okay, right, but he did not win the Democratic nomination for president in eighteen thirty six. Shocking! That went to Martin Van Buren. That oh. let the position of vice president open. Whoa! Almost everyone wanted a senator from Virginia to be the vice president, including Van Buren. Okay. But Andrew Jackson wasn't keen on that idea. Why? Well, he thought Johnson was the right call because of his popularity in the West. He wasn't popular, but he wasn't popular in slaveholding states because he openly took a slave as his wife. And since he was taking the place of the senator from Virginia, that state wouldn't back him. But Jackson went ahead and pushed Johnson through. And Johnson even needed a little bit of inappropriate help. When the states were casting their votes at the convention, the delegation from Tennessee was absent. So one of Jackson's crew grabbed a guy who wasn't even a, to get a delegate and got him to cast Tennessee's 15 votes for Johnson. <laughs>
1: Wait. <laughs> you.
0: You there. You, where are you from? Where are you from? Tennessee. Ten- okay, come on. Yell out. Yell out. My votes go to uh, uh, Johnson. What is this all about? Ye- Ye- My votes out. go to Johnson. There we go. What? You just, uh, yeah, you're a good job. I'm drunk. I know you are. You're from Tennessee. Uh. The Vir- Virginia delegation was pissed. They wouldn't support Johnson's nomination and they stormed out of the convention. Again, delegates approached Jackson and asked him to reconsider. Tennessee Supreme Court Chief Justice John Catron warned that Johnson was, quote, not only positively unpopular in Tennessee, but affirmatively odious. Um, Yeah. I I mean, when you call someone odious. You've crossed the line. He was concerned that, quote, the very moment... Colonel Johnson is announced, the newspapers will open upon him with facts that he had endeavored often to force his daughters into society that the mother in her uh, lifetime, and they now rode in carriages and claimed equality.
1: I love that you can't, like, because you were saying he made a bunch of bad investments. That's not anything they get brought up. He's just like, (laughs) he's trying to make his kids normal. Do you understand? His half He is black. saying that black people are normal. Listen to me. Listen to me.
0: Of course, that wasn't the only thing. Johnson had taken things up a notch as far as his slave wives went.
1: Oh, no, he didn't do the Ted dance thing, did he? Well, Julie died
0: of cholera in 1833. Okay. So naturally, Johnson took another of his slaves as a wife. Wow. What? And he did the same thing he did with Julie. He put her in charge of the plantation and brought her to social events.
1: He said, okay,
0: a couple <laughs> things.
1: First of all, yeah. that is, it's, it's, yep. you know, I mean, look, either he's really attracted to black women uh-huh. or he's really attracted to controversy. Yeah, Mickey. But he had a plantation still. Yeah, he still
0: had the plantation.
1: With slaves on it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, it wasn't going well. You can still have it, but you could be losing money and trying to keep
1: yeah, it. Yeah, but still way. the idea that you would be marrying, like, that you'd be like, all right, now be in charge of the slaves. She's like, well, they're wa- they're my friends. Yeah, I know. Make sure they work real hard. Don't give them too much water. What? I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> Don't give them too much water. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, but this second
0: wife was not as down with the arrangement as Julie had been, mostly because she already had a common-law slave husband. What the fuck? So when the opportunity arose, she and her slave husband ran off together. Well, wow. And this did not sell well Johnson. He uh, was not down with this.
1: No. That's, that's, that's a deal-breaker for him in a relationship? Yeah.
0: And he had the two tracked down and caught. Uh-oh. Then, worse yet, he sold her at a slave auction down the river. Ugh. Down the river meant deeper into the south. Slaves were treated much worse down the river. Was he done? Nope. No. He then took a third slave wife. This one happened to be the sister of the slave wife he just sold down the river. Oh, my God. He did the same thing with wife number three. He took her to social events and treated her as (laughs) anyone would treat a wife.
1: Okay. So now I think... Okay. (laughs) Okay. Because you... You start skeptical of this man. Sure. But then the story of him bringing his black wife around is kind it's of, like, progressive. inspiring and yeah, very progressive. Yeah. And then the fact that he does it a second time, you're like, that's... Yeah, that's a little weird. I mean, okay, maybe, you know, look, lightning struck twice. In this crazy world, this guy just found True. another... Yeah. Then Look, he has a slave fetish. She runs and he sells her deeper in the South. Now there's a third. Yeah. So now you got to think that the people who are like, Jesus, can we stop inviting him to stuff? I mean... <laughs> This is crazy. What is he doing? They're right. They are uh, they're starting to be right. Yeah. Uh
0: but she was on board. She called him my dear colonel and that's where J- Johnson's life was when Jackson wanted him to be vice president. So,
1: yeah, how how has your time been? You ready to be the VP? <laughs> you got nothing uh, no skeletons in your closet. Oh, real right? quick. Uh, these are some guys who are going to ask you some questions, venture real quick. Take 20 30 minutes. Then let's meet. We'll okay. talk about the okay, stuff okay, we're going to do. Okay. Can my wife come? Sure. Oh, I believe we met, did we? Oh no, uh, you met the last two. Two what? I had two before this one. Sorry, two wives yes. before black that looked like yeah, right. Black. Okay, so sit down with these guys. Might have met her sister. S- sit down, da- sit down with these guys. She It'll take bu- about about five five month. to six hours. I sold uh, sit her down with down these. Down the g- river. Okay. Um, uh, listen. Hmm. I'm going to roll. Those are my black babies. All right. Take care. These guys are going to talk to you about five to six days.
0: Uh, so he was the VP candidate for the Democratic Party, and he cost the Democratic tickets votes in the South. Mary In the South? Marrying a slave and trying to force her upon Southern society was too much. And he lost votes in the North because he sold his second wife down the river. Yeah. The Democratic ticket even lost Kentucky. He was a completely useless candidate. <laughs> and yet, he and Van Buren somehow won by a slim majority. No. <laughs> but the election wasn't settled. We're still talking about the Electoral College, right? Yeah, so. So, uh, so if people don't understand how America works, it's. Uh, set it's up stupid. To, uh, fuck over, people. But basically. Uh, the electoral college works like you you vote and then and then in that area you have uh, you've picked each state people to represent your state and then they go and they and then they vote again uh, with the or the people the electors vote again and they choose the yes. candidates so they could all be told to vote for a guy and then go there and not vote for that guy right they can do that yes. Um, And if it sounds ridiculous, that's because it is. It is completely insane. Uh, All the Democratic electors voted for Van Buren for president, but the Virginia delegation refused to vote for Johnson for vice president. They cast their votes for someone else. So Johnson now was one vote short of becoming VP.
1: This meant the Senate had to make the decision. Wait that's amazing so like they did like they were the first ones to do like the write-in like where someone's like Pee Wee Herman (laughs) like they were the first ones to just be like no no uh -uh. this dog instead fuck Fuck him fuck that guy
0: (laughs) okay so now the senate has to decide so the senate was like fuck we gotta fucking do this or else people are gonna flip out so the senate was like okay he's in and they voted for him okay to avoid chaos and humiliation right Because he was such a problematic person, Johnson really couldn't do the usual ceremonial crap a VP would do. Van Buren, who never even wanted him to be his VP, just sent him to the Senate the entire four years where he served as
1: presiding officer. Right. So just kind of bullshit.
0: Yeah. Right. I mean, he he could be the deciding vote and stuff like that. Right, but not, yeah, right. There wasn't much to the job. It was said he often left his chair to, quote, lounge around. He was often seen chatting near one of the four fireplaces that kept the Senate chamber warm.
1: Wow.
0: Without a lot to do, Johnson focused on getting himself out of debt. He opened an academy to train Native American boys to be more civilized. In other words, they started opening up these uh, academies to just uh, take the Native American out of the Native Uh, American. Oh, my God. And there were a lot of them. The Choctaw Academy was very lucrative as he got funds from the government for each student he enrolled. Ugh, that is so ridiculous. So he's uh, he's making money by whitening people. Yeah. After that, he opened a spa, hotel, and tavern on some of his property in Kentucky.
1: Who is this guy? (laughs) What is going on? I still can't get over a Native American, like a school to like...
0: Oh, yeah. We'll do one about that
1: sometime. You just come... I mean, you, like, I mean, honestly, like, if you think if you think of what America is, right? Yeah. If America is a house, yeah. it was an, a house occupied by people that we came into, we kicked them killed out. a bunch of them, yeah. threw them out, and then we're like, uh, come dress like us and be like us. And yeah. they're like, but our house. We're like, no, you don't live here no, anymore. No, 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 no. No, no, Our house. Be like us. You can live in the shed. Yeah. Okay. This is a salad fork. Salad fork. Okay?
0: Oh god. The um, moon
1: has darkened on this situation we all now live in.
0: Salad fork. Johnson then just left
1: and went home to run the spa for nine months. Now, this dude is, I mean, I, what, what is this guy? Wait, I mean, up is down, down is up, and then it's back to normal. Uh, he's great. Uh,
0: when one politician visited him, he wrote the the politician wrote to President Van Buren and said that Johnson was quote happy in the inglorious pursuit of tavern keeping, even giving his personal superintendence to the chicken and egg purchasing and watermelon selling department. Wait, what What does that mean? He, he said that he was having an awesome time yeah. at his spa and tavern if... and he was off buying eggs and shit. That's what he's. Yeah, he's having a good time getting eggs and melons. So he's and like whatnot. living
1: eat, pray, love, where they're like, can you vote on this? <laughs> oh, I'm getting a rub down. We need to break the vote. We have a
0: tie. Uh, But this didn't help his already suffering reputation to just leave his job for nine months. None of it helped, and the economy collapsed, and he suddenly found himself in even deeper debt. He also suffered from chronic pain from wounds he had uh, gotten fighting in the War of 1812. People said around this time he changed. He no longer dressed well, and his appearance became unkempt and disheveled. People stopped seeing him as charming, and he became crude and vulgar. (laughs) The election of 1840 was fast approaching and Johnson was clearly a problem. Even Andrew Jackson no longer backed him. But ben Van Buren didn't want to just dump him for fear of losing veterans and the West. With the administration taking the blame for killing the economy, Van Buren couldn't take any chances. At the Democratic convention, the delegates decided to choose not to choose. What? Johnson was not renominated for VP no one was nominated for vp that's allowed they figured it was better to have no one instead of johnson and wait, they didn't want to replace johnson wait wait so
1: <laughs> so he they was,
0: just cut him he was so bad that they that they they didn't they figured they would
1: upset the west if they pick somebody else so they're just like
0: ah, what about nobody
1: that is almost a little bit what in a way like what Trump is doing is like you're just like well who's the vice president he's gonna be the best well wh- who is he he'll be the best he'll be the best VP who do you want as VP well I want a guy who you know fights for women's rights and wants to make the imbalance in America stronger the yeah best. I got a guy I got a guy he's the best. Yeah, he's the best not one of those garbage guys who do you hate I hate Hitler. Yeah, he's the exact opposite. Who do you love? I love George Clooney. Yeah, it's George Clooney. He's the best. Um, so, no one's chosen. They figured it'd be
0: better to have no one instead of Johnson. Johnson did not give two shits. He ran as an independent, and most voters just assumed he was on the de- Democratic ticket. So they voted for him. What? Regardless, Van Buren was defeated, and Johnson with him. His political career was over but not in his mind. He ran for the Senate three more times and lost each time. Being completely insane in 1844, he tried to get on the Democratic presidential ticket again,
1: but failed.
0: (laughs) What have I ever done that I can't be the
1: president? Uh, Lots of stuff. Um, uh, That's amazing.
0: And yet, he still had his old pals in his district back home. He ran for the, no. ran for the Kentucky House of Representatives in 1850 and won. What? But unfortunately, he was always too sick. Rumor was at this point he had dementia. The Louisville Daily Journal wrote, quote, It is painful to see him on the floor attempting to discharge the duties of a
1: member. In November, he had a stroke and died. That, I mean, to have, like, I mean, we honestly had a president who had a a good amount of dementia. But the idea, like, because when you're on the the floor, like, you are allowed to talk for, like, five minutes. Yeah. So someone who's just down there is just like, we need to start making bigger sandcastles. For the last time, we can live in them if we become cats. Now, everybody listen to me and listen close. Listen close. Uh, This is my best friend. This is a watermelon with a hole in it. Oh, boy. I'm marrying this. (laughs) This is my new wife. Okay. Okay? Yes. And then these are my kids. They're bananas. Meet our dog, Strawberry. Okay, I think your time's up. Uh, uh, I have 30 more seconds and I want to say something. Okay. I have macaroni in my pant pockets. Okay. And if I mush my hands in, I can make it into a, a sort of paste. Okay? Yep. Uh, and there's one more thing. Okay. Yum, yum. Okay. Tom, Tom. Thank you. All righty. gentlemen from... I'll be handing out pocket macaroni General if anybody... From All from right. Bear thank you, everybody. Sake. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I'm eating candles.
0: Okay, thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, the guys. From Bear Thank
1: you. Ground.
0: Uh, Johnson's <laughs> only surviving biracial daughter, so one of his daughter died at this point, his only surviving biracial daughter was ruled illegitimate by the court, and they're unable to receive the inheritance he had left her. Ugh, yes. She was black. It was divided up by his brothers. Uh, well, Great, uh, ending. Uh,
1: Great that's ending. That's the ending? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah.
0: So he seemed awesome. He is our worst, uh, it's worst kind of, vice president ever. It's kind I mean, of, until Dick Cheney
1: came it, right. it, Yeah, I, but it's kind of like, you know, I mean, it's a little bit like an Anna Nicole situation in a way. It's like you hung in there with this fucking crazy dude with dementia for so long. And at the end of the day, you're like, I'll probably get a little something out of it. And like, no, you don't get anything. You're like, you don't understand what happened. He was, no. He thought his mirror was his twin brother for a year and a half. All right. Well, great. I
0: hope you're happy. Thank you. (laughs) Go get tickets to the uh, New York and Chicago shows April 17th.
1: We'll be signing cars. We'll be signing cars. Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this, uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army. Uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I, listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them.